Right about now. Let's go. Red, red wine, you make me feel so fine. You keep me rocking all of the time. KRS Radio presents Comedy Comedy Chat, where we discuss comedy topics with comedians known and unknown. Laugh and learn. They must not know just who this is. About what we go through to make it in this industry. It's live. It's live. It's funny. It's funny. And real. Red, red wine, you make me feel so fine. Yeah, that's that shit. It's that time. Now, here's your host, Danny Redwine. Hey, 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 hey. Wake y'all asses up. This is your girl, Danny Redwine. Up in this thing, it's August 4th. What y'all doing? It's your girl, Danny Redwine, here at Comedy Chat. It is the Caribbean radio show, and it is Friday, and I am in New York, y'all. Yes, I am in New York. I'm on location today. I'm at my girl's house. Shout out to Alina Skinner. She is letting your girl stay the night with her while I'm getting settled here in the city, and it's been awesome. You know, I love I love New York, okay? When you come here, you see all walks of life, and I'm the type of person that can sit down and just watch people all day. So I just get mesmerized with all the walks of life in New York. If you've never been to New York, you better come. It's just one of those cities that never sleeps. Legit, it never sleeps. You can get up at 4 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning, walk out on the streets, and it's just like a regular day, okay? People are out and doing their thing. I have a great show for you today. My girl, J.J. Matisse, is about to show up for us in a little while. She is here from New York. She is a comedian. She is straight out of Queens. Um, She is representing. I did a show with her um, a couple of years ago here in New York at Salsa Con Fuego, and she killed that thing. She won a competition that night, and she walked away with $300 just for telling some jokes, but she tore the room up. So I'm having her on today. I'm very excited to have her on. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about all the celebrity stuff that's going on in the news. Cardi B binking people with microphones. Um, we got a gorilla, Glorilla, that just got her a dope-ass car. Yo Gotti just gifted her a dope-ass car. Like, there's a lot of things that we could talk about here. But we're going to have our guests. One of the things I want to tell y'all about that I'm doing this weekend is the Rock the Bells concert. I don't know if any of y'all know about this. But the Rock the Bells is a big deal. The whole lineup ain't nothing but old school hip-hop. You got Queen Latifah. You got, y'all going to pick up my background, by the way. I'm just letting y'all know. I'm, I'm in New York, so y'all going to hear some stuff in the background. But anyway, the lineup is crazy. We got Queen Latifah going to be there. We got Rakim is going to be there. De La Soul, The Roots. And your girl is going to be up in that thing, okay? I got me a nappy ponytail going on today. I'm going to wear my little nappy afro ponytail with my short shorts. And, yes, my cougar butt is going to be out there twerking and jerking, doing the cabbage patch, doing all them dances from back in the day because that's my era, which I feel like is the best era of hip-hop today because, okay, I'm not going to hold y'all up. Some of y'all music is okay. Some of the new stuff is okay. It's catchy. The only reason why I like it is because it's catchy or maybe the beat is good. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, what these artists are talking about is trash. Everything that they talk about is women. All they do is talk about women, jewels, the money that they got, how big their dick is. That's all they talk about. That I mean, it's really it's really a, a fight of who has the bigger 
the bigger dick in this in this field. You know, the men are always talking. They're always trying to big up each other. Back in the day, we could rap about a peanut butter sandwich. We could rap about what we was wearing that day. We could rap about how we was doing our hair if we was rocking big earrings or little earrings. Like, we rapped about the simplest thing, and everybody was dancing to that shit back in the day. Now, it's like you have to be killing somebody. You got to be selling drugs. You got to be high. You got to be doing something goofy as hell in order to be popular now, and that's just not the wave. That's not the wave. We really need to be back on that old school stuff because these kids are bananas. And people don't realize how much of an influence music has on youth and our people. Music has a very big influence. So what you listen to, what you eat, everything that you ingest is going to make up the person that you are. And for me, I don't listen to junk rap. I don't really care for the junk music. It's it's not my thing. It's a crowd for them. Don't get me wrong. Y'all got a crowd. Most, Most of that crowd is goofy as hell, but they're doing their thing. I'm not going to knock the people that have that. That's doing their thing, but it's just not for me. So the Rock the Bells concert is where I'm going to be. I'm going to be up in that thing, having me a good old time, and that's what it's going to do. So if you are going to be at the Rock the Bells thing, hit me up. Let me know that you're going to be there. I'm going to be shouting out some um, some names next week from the people that I see today because I'm going to be all over that thing. But anyway, um, also, I was going to let y'all know that um, – CRS was supposed to have that. I was telling y'all about the the uh, dance competition. We are actually going to put that on hold. So if you do go to that link that I sent on my page, if you go to that link for the actual application, it's not going to be there. That's a temporary thing, um, but we're still doing the dance. It's just being postponed. So I just wanted to let y'all know because I talked about it last week. Um, we're still going to do it. It's just being some different. I guess they're going to be changing some things. So um, I just want to let y'all know that the application, if you do go to click on that link, it's not going to be available because there's going to be some change made, uh, some changes made in regards to that competition. So just know that it's not, it's not um, canceled by any means. It's just being postponed. The website altogether is being worked on. So Caribbean Radio Show is working on a few different things. We've got um, a Spanish channel that's going to be coming up, and the Spanish channel is going to be pretty much completely in Spanish. Um, it'll be Spanish music, Spanish guests coming on. The host is going to be Hispanic. She is bilingual, however, so she will have some English components to it. But Caribbean Radio Show really wanted to get a new host that can um, kind of accommodate our Spanish speakers. So we will have a, a comedy, not comedy, just comedy, Spanish one, and then I am working on a sports show for you guys. So people that love sports um, and want to talk about that, we are going to have somebody that's going to be coming on for that. So just tune in to Caribbean Radio Show. We're trying to do some different things for you. We're new. Um, we are growing, and we're trying to expand so that we can have some more entertaining things for you guys. But in the meantime, you can always just check out your girl, you know, Danny Redwine. I'm here. I'm on the comedy chat. You can go to the Caribbean radio show and download any of the shows that I've done previously with any of my other guests, um, along with um, some of the um, independent artists that I have on my show. You can follow them. I've got my girl, Serena Monet, who is straight out of the go. She is from Chicago. Um, she is doing her, her thing, and she has dropped a new single called One Headlight, which I've been featuring on the show. Y'all heard One Headlight. I'll play it up um, in the first segment of the show. 
But then we also have another artist that we've been featuring, um, Malik Jordan out of Michigan. Um, he has some new music that he just dropped on all streams. Um, y'all have been liking a lot of his music. He's been getting some some responses from you guys, which I think is very, very dope. I'm going to play some of his new music that he just dropped last week. But, um, yeah, keep keep your eyes out, keep your Keep your eyes open and your your ears open because we are going to continue to highlight these independent artists. Caribbean radio show is is we're we're kind of geared to giving these independent artists some shine because we you know they don't have the money that these big companies have to push their music, to push their videos, to to push their brand and what they're doing. So here at the Caribbean radio show, we give them an opportunity to showcase their music to showcase their talent, even if they want to come on as a guest. Uh, we will have them on as a guest. But we are trying to give them a platform that they wouldn't normally get and give them some shine over in the Caribbean, you know, because I know y'all like rap music just as we love reggae music. So we are going to show you the artists that we have over here so that you can give them some love. And we are going to start the morning out with that. So I'm going to leave you with some um, with some Serena Monet with some one headlight, and then we'll get into the new stuff with uh, Malik Jordan, and we will come back right after this. One headlight, one headlight, she got one headlight, one headlight, she got one headlight. One headlight, she got one headlight, one headlight. On my way to the club, uh-huh. look at what I see. I see a fine chocolate man in the car right next to me. He said, ooh, I love your style. Them big old bitties sitting right. But your car's leaking oil and you got one headlight. Uh-huh. I said, let me get on out so you can see this big old thing. And if you nice and talking right, then I just might let you bang. Because I'm trying to find a freak. I'm all up in these streets looking for a little boo gonna buy me something to eat, but she got one
the globe. But when I go where God is thrown, I'm just warming up, I'm like a stove. Yeah, and I'll put the heat right to your dome. Cooking till my lyrics know. I know that God is real. Pardon as I put it in the words on hot bill. See, I might not be perfect, but I be trying still. I be writing in cursive the way my rhyme is filled. How my words compile is ill. They try to measure up, but limits is low. Throwing water on a dead plant, wishing it grow. See, there's God in everybody. They just live in a post. See, the grinds in everybody. You should give it a go. You got to work for yours. Yeah, everybody got to search for more. When you work for it, then yes, of course it's yours. I shut it down, no source of wars. I noticed lately that to me, the city's showing more support. We love to see it, unlike a divorce in court. Coming up, my course is north. They don't want it, but with me, inertia's force. Go back, we back, they weren't the noise. Go find me in my mother's store, made for this before foreign source, couple years from now I have an orange Porsche, I'll be like a Jordan tour, I'll take those trips across the globe, uh, but when I go where God is thrown, uh, I'm just warming up, I'm like a stove, yeah, and I'll put the heat right to your dome, cooking till my lyrics know, I'll take those trips across the globe, uh, but when I go where God is thrown, uh, I'm just warming up, I'm like a stove, yeah, and I'll put the heat right to your dome, cooking till my lyrics known. I got that J flow, holler at J. Cole and tell him I'm different. No main, no, ain't nowhere I can't go. My range pro don't aim low, stains go, don't blame no. We're stuck in 12 and when we got away, we finna change clothes. I am on a level these other niggas can't manifest. Only God can judge me, the only being that can attest to everything I did. So you niggas capping can stand depressed. Niggas mad as fuck because they lacking and I am the best. Mama taught me if you lose a fight, you getting whooped at home. Took a couple L's and at some time. I probably took it wrong, I should've known Underneath your lip is where I put the chrome Concealing angels, but I look alone My written's crooked poems Fuck relationships, creating major dips And what I came to get, my name will stick I make the greatest hits I'm following flagrant with this paper It's a flag, I wave to get these reps To play my shit, it takes a brazen pin to peak But hey, I, I make those trips across the globe Uh, but when I go where God is thrown Uh, I'm just warming up, I'm like a stove Yeah, and I'll put the heat right to your dome Cooking till my lyrics know I'll take those trips across the globe uh, but when I go where God is thrown, uh, I'm just warming up, I'm like a stove, yeah, and I'll put the heat right to your dome, cooking till my lyrics known. Uh, look up, there's me, M-A-L-I-Q, yeah, uh, they in love with me now, in love with my style, they say I get down, I'm throwing a crown, go Norman Town, they know my sound, go roll up a pound, I'm holding shit down, I'm focusing nigga, everyone seems to be noticing nigga, not writing no statements, just poetry nigga, I can't be complacent, I'm going, I'm bigger, I know I'm that nigga, in love with me now, in love with my sound, they say I get down, I'm throwing a crown, go Norman Town, they know my sound, go roll up a pound, I'm holding shit down, I'm focusing nigga, everyone seems to be noticing nigga, not writing no statements, just poetry nigga, I can't be complacent, I'm going, I'm bigger, I know I'm that nigga, they see my Potential, wait and they see it's official. Play me your meat with my pistol. Issue, cutting deep words like a Gensu. Pencil, pay more precision, won't miss you. Flinch, like your bitch, she about to kiss you. After, blue on her stomach like Cripsu. I win and I'm running that risk too. You win and I'm coming to get you. They fear my rise like I'm Christ. <laughs> 
Blowing the high as a kite. Yeah. Lost and they try to say might. Yeah. Offer a pie and no bite. Uh-huh. Humbling niggas, no spite. Uh-huh. You mumbling niggas, I. Right. I'm coming up, I'ma take flight. I'm something they want cause I write. In love with me now, in love with my style. They say I get down. I'm throwing with a crown, go Norman Town. They know my sound, go roll up a pound. I'm holding shit down, I'm focusing, nigga. Everyone seems to be noticing, nigga. Not writing no statements, just poetry, nigga. I can't be complacent, I'm growing, I'm bigger. I know I'm that nigga. In love with me now, in love with my style. They say I get down. I'm throwing with a crown, go Norman Town. They know my sound, go roll up a pound. I'm holding shit down, I'm focusing, nigga. Everyone seems to be noticing, nigga. Not writing no statements, just poetry, nigga. I can't be complacent, I'm growing, I'm bigger. I know I'm that nigga. back Caribbean radio show this is your girl Danny Redwine this is the comedy chat and you just heard Malik Jordan now and you also heard declaration before that you heard you don't love me you know that's you know that's Madonna Penn and then before that you heard Serena Monet with one headlight yeah those are the independent artists uh you know we play them every week you get some new heat from us and you also get some of that old school reggae heat too with some classics, and you know, you don't love me. That's, that was one of my old school classics, okay? Back in the day, they had this spot called The Intersection. It was like a hole in the wall. That was a reggae spot we'd go to on Sunday nights. And I tell you what, that was like one of the only only places in Grand Rapids that I remember going to growing up that was a fun spot. So reggae, y'all, I, y'all are endeared to me. I love me some reggae music. And when I get over to the Caribbean, y'all better act like y'all know who your girl Danny Redwine is when I get over there because I'm going to be wanting all the um, jerk chicken and all the other stuff that y'all eat, the plantains. I want all of that. I want all of that. So that's what it is. But in other news, y'all, Lizzo is in trouble. She is in trouble, y'all. Lizzo, I'm telling you what, Lizzo is like the face of body shaming. If y'all don't know, you know, Lizzo was going back and forth with people for all these years, you know, about how she is fighting for her rights for the big girls. You know, she was she was a poster girl for all the positivity, all the body positivity for big girls, you know, and she has just been making a name for herself and, you know, getting all these people. And I personally, I love Lizzo. I think she's great. She's very talented. I love her music. Um, I love her personality. But all of these things, all these allegations are coming out. So former employees of Lizzo speak out after the artist was accused of sexual harassment and weight shaming. So not only was she making her dancers feel bad, I guess, allegedly, um, she was also sexual harassment. So the story goes, I'm going I'm to tell you all just a little bit of what the story is about. Now, she had these dancers. And the dancers, um, I guess they had some type of a disagreement or um, something with their contract. I'm not for sure what the actual details were, but they had one of the girls walk out. Well, that one girl walked out and filed this case, and then there's a couple of dancers that didn't file cases at first, but they were backing her, just saying that they knew exactly what she was talking about and that these girls, this girl was not lying. And um, she actually just went on Twitter and posted a post 
stating for clarification that um, she wasn't a part of the lawsuit. She was just, you know, corroborating the story. Well, then two other girls came up and said that they wanted to press charges as well. So now we've got three girls that are coming forth that I guess are trying to sue Lizzo for the sexual harassment and for um, body shaming. So then Twitter went crazy because the other girls, I guess other former dancers, they they hit to Twitter and they were corroborating the allegations of, you know, feeling bad and being bullied and harassed at work and, and that sort of thing. So that was like maybe the first day of it. And then you had other people that were coming on. Um, <clears throat> there was a filmmaker, uh, Sophia Allison. She claimed that she walked away from the Lizzo's um, documentary because of the singer. I guess she thought the singer was unkind, or Lizzo. She thinks that Lizzo is unkind. Um, she is self-centered. Um, she's arrogant. So she's just kind of just kind of corroborating that Lizzo has some. I guess, you know, character flaws, you know, if you want to call them that, or personality flaws. Um, and she's saying that she walked away from that. Um, so Lizzo, is she's, she's in big trouble. Um, I'm not for sure what. I'm sure she's going to speak out on it. But, um, you know, you know how the Internet is. They messy. So they started doing some digging, found this interview that Lizzo did back in 2019 where the singer shows interest of seeing people eating bananas out of their pom pom, you know. The, I guess they were supposed to, you know, simulate a sexual act or something during um, the concert. That's what Lizzo wanted, I guess, and she voiced that in 2019. And apparently that that wish came into fruition, and it actually happened at a show. And I guess that's one of the things that, you know, she's being accused of. So according to NBC News, though, citing the lawsuit, which was filed on Tuesday, it was three of Lizzo's former dancers that accused her of um, sexual harassment and creating a hostile work environment. So in the suit, one of the dancers had accused Lizzo of calling out her weight gain and firing her um, at a recording meeting. The other allegations included that Lizzo had falsely accused the dancers of drinking alcohol on the job which kind of led to, you know, a, 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 an audition that they labeled as, like, excruciating, saying that the singers were being pressured to touch themselves, and um, there were some nude performers. They had uh, people catching dildos and launching off sexual pro uh, parts and eating bananas and things sticking out of people. It was just, I guess there was just a lot going on. It was just too much going on. But um, now the dancers are, are backing backing everybody up. So we're gonna see. You know, I'm, I'm really I'm really curious to see how things play out because you know how it is. Once you you get you get a word of something, and then the internet gets a hold of it and goes everywhere, and you know stuff starts coming out. We're, we're gonna see. I don't know. Another celebrity that's under fire right now is Cardi B. Cardi B done threw a couple microphones. <laughs> I guess the microphone that she threw in Las Vegas is up for grabs now. It's on the on the bidding block. So um she actually they dropped the charges for that. Now um so that's that's really nothing really to talk about because they didn't drop the charges for that first one. But as of recent Cardi was performing and it was super hot 
in the beginning of the performance. She was having fun with her audience. Somebody had threw some water on her. She didn't mind it. She told him to throw some 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 more water. She turned around, shook her butt, you know what I mean, was having fun with her audience. Later on in the concert, while she's engaged with the audience, the audience is engaged with her. They dance and they sing and Cardi is up there rapping. A lady just hurls a, a cup of water at, at Cardi. And out of re, out of reflex, like she didn't even think. You, could, you saw that she didn't think. She immediately zoomed in on where the water came from and threw her microphone and hit the girl with the microphone. Everybody got all up in arms. I even got into a little argument with a couple of people online about this because I saw the tape. I saw the tape from all angles. I saw the tape from when she threw it, probably the tape that all of y'all saw from the stage where the water goes up and she throws it. And then I also saw another angle where whoever was, somebody was um, taping right next to the girl that got hit. And the girl that got hit was stunned by the hit. She wasn't injured. She was stunned. You could see the look on her face, and she apologized. She kept saying, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, you know, you could tell that she didn't, like, really mean to get that kind of reaction out of her. She probably was just drunk and, you know, thought, okay, we were throwing water on her earlier. It's hot out here. Let me throw some water on Cardi, not thinking that Cardi would react to it. Well, she did. She threw the microphone, which today – it's kind of hard for entertainers to not react to stuff because y'all walking up on stage slapping people, y'all throwing phones at people, y'all running up on stage. So artists now, we are very heightened to to the proximity of the stage. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> you go to a show and you pay to see somebody and they up there doing their thing you not throw – why would you throw something at them? I don't give a damn if it's a banana, an apple, an envelope. Why are you throwing stuff at the people that you came to see? To me, it just doesn't make any sense. When I go to concerts, I'm there to enjoy myself. I'm there to have a good time. I'm geeked to see whoever it is that I love on stage in the same room with me. That's all. I'm geeked that I'm in the space. I'm geeked that I'm in the area. I'm having a good time. I'm listening to the music. Ain't nobody thinking about throwing up nothing up on the stage. Ain't nobody thinking about running up on the stage. It's just not a thought for normal people to be doing that kind of stuff. I don't know why people are throwing stuff on stage at artists. I don't know. But anyway, she wasn't hurt. She ran to the police, filed a complaint. Now she's trying to go after a bag for Cardi. I don't see her getting no bag from Cardi because Cardi's legal team ain't no joke, okay? You done seen, she done already took Tasha K to court and cleaned her out, and she's still coming after Tasha, which I don't blame her, because Tasha K is messy and, you know. But anyway, long story short, Cardi is about to go to court for this, probably. I don't think she's going to end up getting sued for this. I think they'll end up dropping the charges, um, because it does show that the girl threw um, water unwarranted, um, and for people can't get mad at how people respond. Sometimes, you know, you, you don't know how people are going to react to things. And that's how she reacted. And, you know, quite frankly, Cardi was nice by throwing the microphone because if I had been Cardi, I, me and my temper, I probably would have jumped right in the audience. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. Just because I, I really don't think. I really, I, I go from zero to 100. So Cardi was really actually nice by throwing the microphone because, you know, you ain't going to get too hurt by a microphone. But I tell you what, you, uh, that could have been some acid in that cup. That could have been some kerosene. You know, we got to think about the things that we do. And I read stories all the time about women getting acid thrown on them. 
and then their faces is messed up, and they the face half of their face melt off. You know what I mean? Because somebody was mad because they stole their boyfriend over some dumb stuff. So you never know. You know that that club could have had something lethal in it. So for her, that that could be considered an assault when you throw in water on somebody. So we're gonna see how that's gonna play out. But I, I'm pretty sure that I I I think the case is probably gonna get thrown out and dismissed just like the rest of that BS because, you know, it happens. It happens. Um, and in other news, let's see, there was something else I wanted to talk about. Glorilla had got a car, but I couldn't find the article that I was looking out to find exactly what kind of car it was. So I, I really don't want to touch on that too much because I don't want to touch on something that I don't know for sure about. And then y'all try to come, on, come for me in comments because I'm coming back. Whether I'm wrong or right, I'm coming back. So I don't want to give y'all no false information for y'all to come for me for. But as of recent, I was just on um, Hollywood Unlocked. It's like my favorite. It's like my favorite social media uh, celebrity outlet. And um, they had this story on here that I thought was kind of funny. I guess Aria Annis, who is like known, she's a known porn star. She's she's a beautiful girl, beautiful girl, but she's a very popular um, adult film star. That's the proper way. Um, but she is a three-time bride. Like, she's been married. Uh, I guess she's going through her third divorce. And she is giving out marriage advice. And everybody was losing their minds about this porn star giving <laughs> giving marriage advice. <laughs> Quite frankly, I mean, for a porn star having three husbands, that's pretty good. Like, I mean, you got to give it to her. That's pretty good. Because it's not too many men that would wife a porn star. But she's had three husbands. So, <laughs> I, I can't even really hate on her too much. You know what I mean? She's doing her thing. But marriage advice, giving it out to the public, ah, that's kind of stretching. That's that's reaching a little bit. Uh, I wouldn't want to go to somebody that's, uh, you know, been married three times and, you know, is a, you know, she's an adult film star. You know, she's her value is her vagina, you know. So, I mean, she's getting paid for it. That's great and all. But marriage, uh, I probably wouldn't listen to anything that she says, but it's very, very funny. I, I thought it was hilarious that she actually had the nerve to get on there and and tell people that, you know, they, they shouldn't be worried about marriage. They can get another husband, so, because they can. But anyway, and other news, you know, it's, it, we in New York, so I like to talk about New York shit. I'm, that's what I need to be talking about. And Buster Rhymes had a, a wake-up call to a weight loss. You know, people don't know, but... um. Buster Rhymes uh, suffered from uh, having a as he had like an asthma attack after having after having intercourse and because of that he started being proactive on his life. Now I'm not mad at Buster Rhymes, you know. Of course, it had to take that actual incident for him to realize that he needed to get some help, you know, with his asthma, you know, shortness of breath. But we all have something that we need to work on. People don't realize that when you get older, you're, you're getting older. All, all Everything is older. Your, all of your organs are older. Your body's older. Your mind is older. Your hearing, your eyesight, everything is getting older. We need to take care of ourselves. If we don't take care of ourselves, we are not going to have a good life. That's just not, we're not going to, we're going to be constantly filled with toxins. We are going to be constantly battling colds. We are going to be constantly coughing, hacking up stuff. Because this world is, is the environment is trash right now. Our food is trash. We're not eating well. the The food that they give us in restaurants is bad. The food that our that's in our grocery stores is not the best quality. 
Um, I'm here in New York with my girl, and she is, like, teaching me all of these different things that we can do to supplement prescription medications. Like, we have medicine here. A lot of our food is, is the medicine that we need, but our food is being raised in, in, in poor environments. Um, the farming is, is overproduced, so we don't. our products are not as good. A tomato don't even taste like a tomato anymore. You've got they've got this GMO food where they're just modifying food and it's not grown for real. It's grown in the lab. It's it's crazy. So, you know, we have all these health issues, but a lot of this stuff we can avoid just by being proactive with our lives. And everybody is made up different. They ain't figured us out yet, y'all. They don't know nothing about our bodies. They don't know nothing how they work. Half of these doctors that make all this money, they don't know what they're talking about. You know, you got people listening to Dr. Sebi more than they're listening to the doctors that they go to to get their prescription medications. And that's just what it is. The world is the world God has provided us everything that we need right here in this in this on this planet. Everything that we need. We just don't use it the way we're supposed to. And we've got our governments that are utilizing these things and bypassing these things by creating synthetic medications and, and false drugs and they're pumping them into us, and a lot of them are cancer. They they produce cancer cells. So we have to kind of do our homework on what we're ingesting, what we're taking. I take prescription medications, but I'm looking for more natural um, alternatives because I'm trying to be more proactive with my life. As we get older, we have to start thinking about those things. Otherwise, our quality of life is not going to be that great. <laughs> it's, it's not. Because you're going to constantly be going to the doctor. You're going to be constantly um, laying around. You're not going to have the energy to get out and do things. You're not going to have the motivation to. Your mental health is going to suffer. All part of a makeup. We are a machine. You have to look at your body as a machine. And a machine can't work without the proper resources to fuel it in order for it to run. Our proper resource is good food. Our proper resource is clean water, clean beverages, um, things that don't have pesticides, things that don't have chemicals in them, things that don't have drugs in them, and things that are just bad for our bodies. We have to kind of um, look into our food and what we're eating and what we're drinking and what we're ingesting because, you know, our quality of life is, is at jeopardy now. Um, and the world is not getting any better. You know, we're, we really literally are living day by day on not knowing what is going to happen to this world because there's so many things that the politicians are hiding. Um, they're not telling us everything that we need to know um, as people, and that is across the world. So start with yourself. Start with your, your spirit. Start with how you treat yourself and how you treat others and the food that you take in because that's where it starts. It starts with us. And I really, truly believe, I say it every week, y'all, the only thing that's consistent in this world is change. And the only thing that's going to heal this world is loving one another. So we have to start being good to each other. You know, I, I, I walk down the street and I, I, I'm, I don't always give to people that, you know, need, but I try to. Um, I, this world has enough for everybody to live off of. And it's a shame that we have people that are not able to, to live and afford the things that they need in order to have, you know, an abundant life. And, um, you know, it's just it's just the world that we live in. It's unfortunate. But, hey, we here, y'all. We here. So 
Um, still waiting on my guests, but in the meantime, you know what I'm going to do. You know I'm going to play some music. Y'all know I love me some music. And I got my background because I am in New York. So being in the studio, y'all going to pick up everything. So I know y'all done heard police cars and ambulance and everything. But we're not going to worry about that. We're going to wait for our guests to get up in here. Hopefully she shows up. If not, y'all going to have to listen to me talk mess for the whole time. And that's all right. Y'all don't y'all done heard me talk stuff before. Y'all know I'm going to find something to talk about. But in the meantime... We're going to listen to some music, and we will be right back. Yeah. 
I step up in the place and it's hot like say it's sunny. Yeah, do this for my brother, my granny, and me mommy. Whoa, darling. Move the one from your jaw, Wind up your body, come me wire, yo. Type of girl, out all, yo. Baby, this is what me wire, do. Wind up your type, out and out, yeah. It's long till you bend like banana. Wind up your type, out and out, yeah. It's long till you bend like banana. And then you turn back with your girl, she don't want it. Let me put it in a cafe, Santana. Wind up your type, out and out, yeah. It's long till you bend like banana. Your body put me up, it ain't about it Come in and make your soul and no ask about it Fine up your body, make me with your team fit The bed in the room, but no ask about it I just say, see me, I give your girl, sit down on it Open the bench and make me start it But if it is a lot of me, I go park it Let it a carnation in the market Combine up your time, oh, and I'm out, yeah It's long till you bend like banana Combine up your time, oh, and I'm out, yeah It's long till you bend like banana And then you turn back with your girl, she don't want it Let me put it in a cafe, Santana Combine up your time, oh, and I'm out, yeah It's long till you bend like banana Balance, go find your two pint, two pint and two hands Missionary woman that I know sang I should demand one Cause your body not done out You know run it through Queens and Brooklyn and two rounds You pull a substance You pull a substance I do me think out When me do me low dance So me not see a farm You can't keep me distance Me have to tell you say for instance Combine up your time Oh, and I go Yeah, it's long till you bend like banana Combine up your time Oh, and I go Yeah, it's long till you bend like banana And then you turn back with your girl She don't want it Let me put it in a Follow me name, follow me name Now I'm a facility, follow me name 
somebody want shabba know the same People, I love me name, some to me name Call out me name, call out me name Hands up until it is all up Same anytime me break me break flame I mean they may need a two cold place Turn on the lever, he not the lever Come call the paper, follow the procedure Me no rock him but follow the leader Head down go jump off a fool them shoulder Chop off them head with me craver From Jamaica right back to Geneva Shabba rank in a two cold place Shabba rank, shabba Shabba rank, eight gold rings like I'm shut. Shabba rank, shabba four gold chains like I'm shut. Shabba rank,
see a front yard? Huh? Just know upstairs I'm going hard. Bing bong. She in real. What you wanna say to Joe Byron? What you really wanna say to Joe Byron? But I let the dog them come in We stop jump or stop crawling See your post set man very clean Mummy all set man very mean I saw we dog them I set them rolling Money if I make them surely Any woman set moon get a set dog Never set man look not get a set dog Any woman got me not broke for it now Dog them fresh me not broke for it now Mummy all set me not broke for it now Daddy care for me not broke for it now Mouth can't sweet me not broke for it now Sweet on the tight lip me not broke for it now You know the other part me not to explain it Fuck your son! Bang bing! Come down for your little song sing! Bro said he can't trust these girls no more cause she just wants to the long thing! Show that for your fling! Bang ding! We see for your junk thing! Pong pong ping! Me and a brown man did sweet but me left him in a street car instead of the wrong thing! Daddy no shoes me na broke for me now! Pure name brand pun no me skin me na broke for me now! Turn up in a rich man shop! Them fit run we check we na broke for it! Hey girl where you want tell Joe Byron? Timing, don't stop whining. Black belly up when I up sliding. No face, no case, but stop the grinding. Timing, don't stop whining. Black belly up when I up sliding. No face, no case, but stop the grinding. Hey, big bossy girl, don't stop whining. Man, royal, bigger than binding. Money off a mate, don't stop grinding. And the dog, them fresh, no bad mind thing. Hey, I saw we dog, them a step, them rolling. Money off a mate, them surely. Any woman step moon, get a step dog, get a step man, no snuff, get a step dog. Any woman go, get a broke for me now. Dog them fresh, get a broke for me now. Mummy go step, get a broke for me now. Daddy care for me, get a broke for me now. More care sweet, get a broke for me now. Sweet and the tightest, get a broke for me now. You know the other part, me not to explain it. What's your bad friend, Crystal? Fuck your son! Bang bing, come down for your little song sing. Bro said he can't trust these girls no more, cause she just wants to see the long thing. Show that for your fling. Dang ding, we see a junk thing, pong pong ping. Me and a brown man did sweet, but me left him in a street car instead of wrong thing. Daddy no shoes, me not broke for me now. Pure name brand pun, no me skin, me not broke for it now. Turn up in a rich man shop, them fit run, we check, we not broke for it. Hey girl, what you want, tell Joe Byron. Take time and don't stop whining. Black belly up when I up sliding, no face, no case, but stop the grinding. Them death, them death. Hey, me, me bad friend, Chris Punk, explain it. Them death, them death.
corners in my mouth, a van is spinning for my ride. Got a smile to light a room, but was a menace in disguise. Never got away with shit, but wouldn't grimace cause I tried. The life I live in crazy, wouldn't give it for a prize. Cause the shit I lived, it made me. If it wasn't, then it's pride. Never did it on my own, and I'm grateful God has gifted me. It wasn't easy raising me, I'm knowing mom was sick of me. A teen is trying to find his way, but love your mom infinity. Work for you and grand, I wouldn't change it, that's persistently. Been told that I was great, I knew I would be like a tickery. I'm laughing at this happening, I'm attaching like a tickle be Hotter than the smoke that barrels right out of your chimney. They hate that I'll be famous, grip a stainless if they get to me. No injury, I, 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 I do the damn thing. Understanding nothing. 
impossible. You and I, it's me and you. You understand we can make by any means do anything. Girl Danny Redwine with the comedy chat. I am in New York, y'all. 
It is so live here. I love this city, not only for comedy, but just to see all the people. Every walk of life is in New York City. If you ain't never been here, you better come at least once in your life. Spot you don't want to miss. And for a person like me, I'm nosy. I'm nosy, and I'm a people person. So I, I would just sit I, I would just sit on the corner somewhere and just watch people all day long. If I had a stoop here, I would be on that mug every day with my fruit and my drink and my radio, my music, listening to something, just watching people. That's what I'd be doing all day here. And that's why I can't live here, y'all. I wouldn't get nothing done. I wouldn't get shit done. I'd be I'd be out just watching people and walking around. It is so much to see here. The city is ginormous. First time I came in here on the airplane, I thought I was going to lose my mind because it was just a sea of city. Like, <laughs> my little skyline at home, I'd be like, oh, look at the little city, cute little city. I got a cute little city because you come to New York and it is massive. But it's the dopest, it's the dopest scene ever. Anyway, I am here. I'm here for comedy, but I'm also here for the Rock the Bells Festival, which is has the dopest lineup. It's going to be Queen. I'm going to see Queen Latifah, y'all. I'm going to see De La Soul. I'm going to see Rakim, along with a, a lot of other people. Those are the three that stand out for me. I know Run DMC is going to be there. Um, it's going to be mad people there. Uh, Roots is going to be there. It's it's going to be live. And your girl going to rock her little Afro ponytail with um, some shorts and a shirt, because I ain't going to get too cute, because I'm going to be too busy dancing and sweating. So I'm just going to wear me a little vintage T-shirt and some shorts, put me some little heels on, and I'm going to have me a good old time. Y'all hear me? Don't be mad at me now. Y'all want to send me some coins, y'all can send me some coins at dollar sign, Danny Redwine. That's D-A-N-Y-R-E-D-W-I-N-E. I take money at Cash App. I got Venmo. I got all that stuff. Y'all want to send y'all girl a little coin? Y'all just going right ahead. <laughs> I ain't going to stop you from doing that at all. Anyhow, we still have a guest. Our guest is going to be showing up pretty soon. So I've been playing music for y'all because I'm going to do a full interview on her. You know, she's been in the comedy scene for a while, but we're going to get kind of a vibe um, from her. She um, was out of Queens, so she's been all around New York. But Queens, I found out today from my girl, Queens is the biggest borough in New York. So that that could be far, far away, you know what I'm saying, from where I'm at because I'm in Brooklyn right now. So, yeah, so she's going to get on. We're going to talk about her. We're going to interview her and find out how to follow her and what she's doing. I know she's been in the game for a while. Um, I've been a friend of hers um, on social media for a while because, you know, comedian, we, we support each other. We follow each other. And um, she's just one of those comedians that I have encountered personally, and she's good people. So I'm very excited to interview her. But other than that, you know, we were talking about all kinds of stuff today. We done talked about Lizzo because, you know, poor Lizzo. I mean, not really poor Lizzo, but dang, you know, how to body shame. You know, that's like throwing the hand, throwing the rock and hiding your hand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know what Lizzo is doing, but I hope I hope the things work out for her. Um, Chris Brown said that even though y'all cancel him, he is still winning, and that man ain't never lied. You hear me? Chris Brown is still one of my favorite artists, and you know I love me some Rihanna. Don't don't get me wrong, but I know Rihanna came from the from she came from the Caribbean. Yeah, this is Caribbean radio show. You think I don't know about Caribbean and how how y'all get down? Y'all some angry folks. I know Riri got some lumps in. I know Riri got some hits in. So um, I'm pretty sure Chris got some some beat a little bit of beating too. Not to condone it, but I know she fought back. Let's just say that because there's some women that don't fight back. But um, the, the boy is talented, you know. I think that he 
served his time. I think he was generally remorseful for what he has done. Um, and I think he is a, a man that is human and is a a process at, you know, a, a work in process. Like, you don't learn shit right away. Sometimes you have to go through things in order to learn them. And most of us do. Shit, I do. <laughs> I've made plenty of mistakes that I didn't learn from until after I didn't jack shit up. You know what I'm saying? That's just the way life goes. But I cannot deny that that young man is talented. So, and, and a lot of people can't deny the fact that he is talented because that's just what it is. So, um, you know, you just can't deny it. You know, it's a lot of stuff that goes on in the news. You know, the, the girl, I know everybody heard the whole situation with the girl. And um, what's her name? Carly uh, Russell. Carly Russell. Carly Russell got everybody in an uproar because she claimed to have been abducted, had everybody donate all this money and stuff. And now some of these people can't even get the money back that they donated just because some of that's the way some of these apps are set up. Like they don't have the will to refund you once you give the money away, you know, for whatever cause you're giving the money away for. But she actually um, can't get some of this money back, but now she's being prosecuted. They're trying to make this a felony. So this girl is about to get in trouble for this big lie that she put out. And, you know, everybody was mad because she did it. But, you know, my girl, was, I was talking to my girl about it yesterday. She gave me a whole new perspective. And it's true. You know, there's so many white women, you know, I won't specify, I won't say names, but a lot of white women have gotten away with lies and have gotten people in trouble or in jail or even dead. Do I, Do we need to bring up Emmett Till? Like this woman lived her whole full life and knew that she lied. Um, about this boy and and the way that he died was just so unjust. You know, it's it's an image that that is ingrained in a lot of our minds, and it's still she lived out a full life and didn't admit it until she was damn near dead. You know, so I can't be too mad at the girl. Whatever she got the attention that she wanted, and I have to look at it in that perspective. You know, she did. She got a whole bunch of fucking attention, and you know that's what she wanted. So I guess what she got what she wanted. But I never looked at it like that. I instantly got mad and was like, the girl lied. She should get in trouble. She should do this and she should do that. But you know what? Black women have never been protected. Like, when have we ever been put on on the news and and sought after? When have we ever been nationally put on the news and people actually gave a damn about where we was at and who was the last person that saw us? Like, to be totally honest, doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. You rarely hear about stories of black women coming up missing or even killed. You know, it's because of the internet that we get all of these people that are that have a love for crime and people getting caught that they create their own YouTube shows and create their own content to bring awareness because a lot of the news stations don't even bring awareness to a lot of the local stuff that goes on with our black people. And that is why we don't know a lot of the information that we should know. And and, and, and it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate, y'all. But that's the world that we live in. And even though I feel like, you know, we need change and we need to do more, we are not going to be able to see change until we start speaking up more and 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 voicing our opinions and telling people how we feel about it and 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 making more noise. That's just the only way people are going to know what's going on. So, 
I don't want to get y'all, you know, I don't want to go all off into that. I don't want to get to church on y'all. But that was, I just wanted to give y'all, I had a new whole perspective with that Carly Lee Russell whole situation. And, you know, I had to think about it. Like, you know what? She's right. We don't get no attention. We don't get no nothing. Like, we come up missing and abducted all the time. They don't give a damn about our black asses. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they do what they please. So, yeah, so there we go. But anyway, my girl is in the building. Um, she is here, so we are going to get her online. Um, so let me just introduce her. Um, I've been friends with her on Facebook. Like I said, we've been friends on social media. She's from Queens, New York. Um, I came here a couple of years ago with another comedian from Detroit, and we went to the spot called um, Salsa Con Fuego, which is a spot ran by a comedian, uh, Rob Stapleton, and I believe um, I want to say – that Capone runs it or he was involved with it, but at the time they were both there, and uh, this girl got up on stage and killed it, and she won that competition, and I was just in awe of her ever since then, been keeping my eye on her, and I'm in New York right now, so I wanted to interview her, and I'm going to bring her on. Please welcome my girl, Miss J.J. Matisse. Are you there, girl? Hello, hello. I'm here. I'm here. Hello, hello. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No problem. How you doing this this afternoon? I'm I'm good. I'm good. You out here shutting on my ass. That's the first thing I feel like I ever won that night. <laughs> <laughs> you say that was the only time. The only time you won. <laughs> I feel, I, I've never been employed in a month. I've never been on the honor roll. I've been average. So that was, I was like, I won. Oh my god! You don't even. Right. You don't even know. Like you say, I won. <laughs> Like that was, I remember that was my birthday, like week. I have no job, no money, and that contest got me an outfit and got me a little birthday dinner. So I was very excited for that. Oh man, that's dope. I do, I like how you worded that. You said mm-hmm. it's like the universe delivered what you needed. You know what I'm saying? It's like it just it man, gave you what you listen. needed. I, man, I, I feel that because that that's happened to me a few <laughs> times. No. Girl, it's like, man, it's like I need this, and then it comes, and you like, wow, it's something else. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. let's get to it. So yeah. so tell mm-hmm. me all about you, JJ. Now, like, how did you get started in comedy, and what made you want to be a comedian? Um, I would like to think it's this grand story of how I got started in comedy, but it was just like I've been through a slew of jobs, a slew. A slew. I don't know why people mm-hmm. keep hiring me. I've been through a slew of jobs, and um, <laughs> <Me too. laughs> I'd be like, "What? Why y'all keep hiring me? It's y'all fault." Girl, um, I, thought, I said I don't even report all my work history. <laughs> I don't. I don't. My resume is a lie. It's a lie that I stayed for someplace more lie. than a year. I haven't. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, the way I got started is that just that. Um, <laughs> I had, like, you know, this near-death experience. Like, I got hit by a car. I'm good. Like, I'm good. But, yeah, it hit me. And um, I kind of was, like, kind of after that. That was in my early 20s. After that, I was like, all right, if I left the earth that day, what would I have been known for? I would have nothing. I would have just been another chick, you know, going back and forth to work, you know, just trying to survive out here. So, I, like, I guess from right. that opportunity then on, I, I didn't want to just survive. I wanted to actually be happy. And you know, right. um, right. I went, yeah, difference. yeah. 
Absolutely. Um, so you so you just took the plunge I, and decided I'm gonna do comedy. After after that experience, I think I I just became more locked into what people were saying around me and more locked into the universe. And people were just like, Yo, "You funny, you funny, you funny, you funny." And I kind of just got tired of hearing it. And I just Googled that shit, and I started. Like, I, my first show was a bringer show. Um, I believe it was called The Laugh Lounge in New York City. It's not there anymore. It's a dollar pizza spot. That's what we do. We do dollar okay. pizza spots here. Uh, right, okay. But uh, <laughs> um, that was the first place I started. It was a bringer show. It was like, yo, if you could bring 10 people, you could get on stage. So I brought like 20. I got on stage, and that was in October 2010 was my first day on stage. That was in 2007? 10, 10, 10. Okay, okay, so 2010. Okay, okay. So you've been in it. You've been in about mm-hmm. 13 years now. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Doing yeah, they, that's, I counted from the first time you've been on stage. I'm like, that's where, mm-hmm. that's your anniversary is the first time you was on stage because people don't mm-hmm. realize, you know, people that have never been on stage, it's a mug that first time getting on stage. Them three minutes be feeling mm-hmm. like 10. <laughs> <laughs> For real. It do. It be feeling like 10. Like, you mm-hmm. be sweating up there. Like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, I had three jokes. I did them three jokes in one minute. Mm-hmm. I got two minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. For real. Mm-hmm. So I did not pace myself at all. Me either. I didn't pace myself either. So, you know, I, I totally get it. I totally get it. And in New York, like, do you feel, have you been outside in New York? Because you really don't have to go outside of New York for comedy. Like, what, have you ever just decided, you know, I'm just going to be a professional comedian and, and hear where I'm at? Or did you ever want to branch out? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I've been outside of New York and performed. Um, and some places show me love and some places it's like, Get out of here, bitch. So, like, <laughs> right. it definitely right. uh, makes right. you a more. <laughs> it does. You think you big in your town. You think you big in your town. So you go to my else town and be like, we don't we don't even know who you are. All right? We don't even right. know who you are. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I definitely uh, branched out performing other places. Um, um What's one of my what? Well, Philly's not too far from me. Philly's one of my my uh, places. Of, I love Philly. I love performing in Philly. Okay, I um, performed at the Helium, Philly, uh, and I want to go back there. Yeah, yeah, Philly, yeah, um, definitely. Um, Chicago. But once I go, like, uh, I've done Chicago. I've done Chicago. Okay. Um, I've done I've done riddles in Chicago. Um, Chicago is, is they gonna let you know. I love Chicago. I absolutely love love yeah. Chicago. Um, yeah. Atlanta, too. Atlanta, Atlanta was like, oh, I know Detroit will let me know. Oh, I know. I'm actually going to be yeah. in Detroit on the 14th. <laughs> okay. But I know. Yeah, Detroit, um, Detroit will let you know. Detroit will let you know. Um, Atlanta will let you know, too. Okay. So I've been to all places. I did I did New Orleans. Uh New Orleans let me know, too. <laughs> so yeah. What I took from those things was just like, all right, like, this is not your comfort zone. Still prevailed right. in a lot of places where it, it's foreign territory to me. Because it's like the biggest skill I feel we can have is to be adaptable to an environment. And the more you can adapt, the more you're going to catch on to things. And, like, um, right. I would say a tip 
for anybody who travels is that make a day to just go out and, and, and meet the people, see what they do, see how they talk, see how they uh, participate yeah. in the community. Yeah. And I yeah, think learn a little bit about their city. That. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Learn a little I bit think about what they I do, what they like to listen important. to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Find out they popular street or find out they popular mm-hmm. street mm-hmm. or the, the mm-hmm. food that they eat. So if you do that, you, you yep. bring them in. You know, that's that's those are yep. things that a lot of comedians don't know until they start getting out and doing until they actually get out on their mm-hmm. own. You know what I'm saying? And do stuff because you do, yep. you have to adapt to that environment, you know, in order for people to feel mm-hmm. you because you can still be yourself. You know what I'm saying? You just have Absolutely. to incorporate what they do. <laughs> A little yes. bit, you know what I'm saying. So when <laughs> you, I go to Chicago, yeah, they be like, "What about us?" Oh, yeah, problem. Right. I, when I go to Chicago, I talked about when I got jumped in Chicago on 95th and Jeffrey, and that gets them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. they all know where 95th and Jeffrey. Is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, right in that white parking lot. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You gotta include the yeah. people yeah. and um. I know sometimes, like, we got to hop right off the flight and hop right off stage, but it's like, do, you know, do your research for these places. They, they, you know, yeah. my a lot of my material is about my journey and mental health, but I got to do a little that, a bit of that and be like, hey, on 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 so-and-so street, uh, this is what happens. So that's just my tip for anybody right. who wants to travel and uh, do comedy just around the world, not even just in the U.S. Absolutely. And see, I'm on the opposite end. I travel more than I do comedy in my city because because my city is small and it, and it's saturated and mm-hmm. it's mainstream. So, you know, I'm there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I, I'm not there. You know, and and because of comedy, you know what I'm saying? It's, comedy has take, gotten me out of my city because I just I yeah. felt stagnant. I felt like I wasn't growing as a comedian. Um, you know, I felt like I got tired of doing the same jokes. Okay, my my five minutes set is polished. Okay, now my ten minutes set is polished. Like, okay, what I, mm-hmm. I, what am I do now? I, you know what I'm saying? I'm not even getting right. enough energy from the city to get work and come be creative. So, right, yeah, okay. I, I love New York. New York, I, I might end up here one of these days. You know what I'm saying? If I get my shit together, you know, let's manifest it. <laughs> Let's manifest. Absolutely, absolutely. So who are your influences, JJ? Like do you have like female comedians or anybody that has mentored or helped you through? Um, you know, that's kind of been uh, like a you know not, not too much. Finishing. I was waiting for you to finish. <laughs> I was waiting for you to No, finish. no, no. I'm just saying like a mentor or, you know, somebody that you look up to. Um, I do have a mentor, um, somebody who uh, there's just that one person in, the, in your beginning of the career or middle or end, wherever, is where they see you and they, like, they see something in you. And I would say my mentor this far is a comedian um, named Case Smith. He's also from Queens. And about three years, two to three years into my career, he was like, hey, you know, I see something in you. And I, I didn't know at that point, you know, what he saw. But I was like, all right, if you see something, let, let, let's, let's say something about it then. Like, what, what, what are we going to do right. with this? And he is still right. uh, my mentor and my manager to this day. Um, you have to really have somebody on your team who believes in you more than you believe in yourself, realistically. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Sometimes we're so you invested know, in the work, we don't know how to, you know, I don't to take know, a step I don't back. Know all and comedians, 
fuck all comedians find that, but I do think that that mm-hmm. you know that it helps when you have somebody that is going through the same things you're going through and can help mm-hmm. advise you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, or get you through mm-hmm. something, or you know what I mean. I I, I I'm lucky enough yeah. to say that I've had several mentors. Um, not really, mm-hmm. you know, consistent, but people that have come into my life that have contributed to my growth as a comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, awesome! But yeah, you know, but I don't, I don't have like a, a person that's like managing me or anything like that. But I do feel like that's important, you know, for comedians to have. Absolutely, absolutely. And, who's and, your, who's your top? And more of somebody managing you is just somebody. Um, like, usually we have to bounce off our own ideas and just do things for ourselves. A lot of the comedians, we manage ourselves for a lot of time. But the, I think a, right. a comedian management is more like, do you feel like this opportunity for you? Do you feel like this is an opportunity? So, yeah, it's it's just good for everyone to have that. But go on. Go on with your next question. It It is. It is. And, see, I feel like I leaned on too many other people to do that for me, and I'm learning I have to do it for myself. Mm. A lot of this stuff I do for mm-hmm. myself. Um, you know, you see, it's easier for you to see other people doing it and follow their lead. But if you, but if you're following, their, you're not really doing anything for yourself. You got to kind of go off on your own and figure out, you know, your own your own way. You know, because there's a lot of things that um, comedians do that I don't really want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like a whole mm-hmm. bunch of merch, and mm-hmm. I don't mind having merch, but I don't want to tote mm-hmm. cases of t-shirts everywhere I go. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Like. There's certain things that I just don't, you know what I mean? There's just certain things I don't want to do, you know, as, you know, as a lot of the Mm -hmm. hustling comedians have done. Doesn't mean that I don't want a T-shirt. I just don't want to carry them everywhere. I'd like to get myself set up where maybe you can buy them online or something. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Or I might have a couple of shows, but I'm not going to do that. You know what I'm saying? Right. You cash at me, it's going to be in your mail in two days. You know what I'm saying? Or something like that. But You know what uh, I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I I can't do all that. But you know, everybody's got their own journey, and I think that that's something that's mm-hmm. um, you know important to know. What advice would you give um, any female comedians that are coming up? Um, you know, in this comedy game, something that sticks with you that maybe somebody said to you. Ooh. Um, one, I would say, make sure. Your self-esteem is intact. Before you start to come up, make make sure that your love for yourself is stronger than anything that anybody could say to you, um, because people will try to get in your head mentally and make you second guess yourself. But you cannot second guess yourself. Like you, you gotta be solid and 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 every day you're not gonna love yourself, but, but please love yourself most days. Um, in order for you to be able to really create good. and um, send That's your message out to the world. Like that. That is good. Mm. Okay. Mm. Mm. That was good. Because, I felt that. The hair, on my, the... the hair stood up, JJ. The hair stood up. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. I, that's good. People always ask me, why aren't you on TV? Why aren't you on? I am mentally preparing myself for these things, you know, and fame is going to come. Fame fame to come at 35 years old, 40 years old, you could be rich at, at you could be uh, famous at 70. There's no really cap on it. But your right. sanity is the most important thing and the and, and the thing that you can't get to nobody else. Um, there will be people who will attack you out here. There will be people who just not like you for being you, but you got to fuck with you first so nobody else will fuck right. with you. 
Um, I'll say that. Right. Um, right. Somebody said some shit to me the other day that stuck with me. Um, they said, why do things a hundred times when you can do it ten? Um, mm. That shit blew my mind because I was like, yo, what do you mean? Yeah. And it was me resisting. Just like you said, you don't want to do the t-shirts. I resist a lot of things that other people are doing because I'm like, I want to do things my way. But absolutely. For certain things, yeah, for certain things, there is a blueprint out here that you, I, I realize in comedy, you got to fit in to stand out. Mm-hmm. You do have to fit in you to gotta stand out. You got to do some shit you don't want to do to get to where you want to be. And I will I will say that you got to do some things to, that you don't want to do to get where you want to be to achieve your happiness. It's not going to just be made easy for you and not going to just be laid out. So that's what I would want to tell anybody else that I had to learn myself going into this industry. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think, too, just being a woman, you know, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, people people always try to, you know, downplay it. Like, oh, women always talking about what they're not getting and they're doing this thing. We don't. We don't. We do get overlooked. No. We do. <laughs> I felt mm-hmm. I felt Monique mm-hmm. when she was coming when she was coming for people about that because she's absolutely right. Like I can't I couldn't mm-hmm. be mad at her about that. We don't mm-hmm. get it. We don't speak for. It. And even we mm-hmm. were talking about this listening early. Remember that 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 uh, Carly Russell situation that just happened with the the black girl mm-hmm. that had the world mm-hmm. off. Yes. Okay. So I was yep. I was mad at her. I was mad at her because I was like, why are you lying? Okay. Are you making black women look bad? They already don't look for us. My girlfriend was like, you know what, I'm not mad at her. You know why? Because all these white women done got away with doing lying for years, and, and yes. we've been running yes. around doing stopping the world and everything when they come up missing. And they done lied, Emmett Till, yes. that woman lived her whole full life. And she yes. done did this. Yep. And yep. you know sure what, did. she's absolutely right. She's absolutely right. So, sure you know, maybe sure that girl did. wanted some attention, so she got what she wanted. And guess mm-hmm. what? I can't even mm-hmm. be mad at it because they don't even they don't look for us mm-hmm. anyway. Like like she said, mm-hmm. she don't look, they don't look for us. And even now, girl, you got to rely on like like these people that are ambitious enough to get um, YouTube channels and create their own shows highlighting crimes because the news don't even tell us everything that's going on. We, no. we got people that are invested and and have grown their own platforms by telling the news. You know yep. what I mean? And they're telling more stuff that we don't even hear about on the news. <laughs> it's crazy. I completely agree with you. It's absolutely crazy. But um, anyway, so anyhow, so you'll always do comedy. I'm pretty sure you'll, you will you love it like a lot of us do. Is there anything else that you mm-hmm. want to do with comedy? Do you see yourself branching out into, like, acting, writing? Like, do you see yourself going into other lanes? Um, I do currently act and write. I feel like comedy is a part of the first, like, the first stop of ultimately what I'm meant to do. Um, ultimately, uh, I have just gotten into writing, right? I didn't think I could really write for somebody else until I saw my words come out of my uh, mouth with my permission. Let me say that again, with my permission, because uh, people do feel out here. But... <laughs> Right, um, right. It's, it's been a joyous, <laughs> right, 
right. with with my permission. I tell I tell people who steal it. I be like, just keep stealing from women because nobody will ever know. To be honest, nobody will ever know if you if you steal from a female comedian. Nobody really really ever knows. Um. Yep. Absolutely. But uh. Absolutely, <laughs> and that's why I don't post a lot of my stuff. You know, people are always like, oh, right. I want to see some of your stand-up. I'm, I'm like, I'm nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, somebody that's, that's bigger than me could see my joke and, and, and remix it and make it theirs. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, you they, know, they can. I, I love what I do, but I, 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 and I try to make my jokes as personal as I can, but you can't always do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. To, it's impossible to do that. You know, so you have, there's other subjects to try to tap on. Absolutely. Right. You'll hear the remix of your joke coming out of somebody else's mouth. He's like, that sounds real. You took right. my too? Wow. 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 Right. Um, <laughs> you'd be like, wow. <laughs> Men. Y'all are, uh, wow. Absolutely. Uh, that's, that's nice. Yeah. Um, the first time I seen that shit, I was like, wow. Took my cadence. Yes. <laughs> you say that's what we doing? Wow. Who are you brave? <laughs> if I if I jump people, I would have jumped them right now. Like I'm starting to jump niggas right now. Like exactly. Right now. Like no time. No. Nah. But man, I'm, I'm that telling you, nobody could do your shit better than you. Though. Keep doing. If somebody that's steals, it. keep doing your joke. Mm-hmm. Yep, keep doing your jokes. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I do keep receipts. I do tape myself. You know what I'm saying? A lot of it ain't quality, mm-hmm. but I get clips and a little bit everywhere what I can, you know, a little bit here and there. But I really don't. I don't post my stuff. You know, I, I send it to, if I'm going to do a show, you know, I'll send it to the promoter. But I'm mm-hmm. not just putting everything online because that's, that's just free for everybody else. That's your work free for everybody to do whatever they want to with it. Absolutely. And I want to touch Absolutely. on that a bit because that was a part of me saying I got to do things I don't want to do to get where I want mm-hmm. to go. And right. I have been fighting against right. doing that for a long time now and putting my clips up. I've been, I've been, I've been fighting against it. Um, mm-hmm. But what's happening is that the people who are putting their clips up and the people who are, who are putting their reels up are getting real-life opportunities. And that's what's going on. It's not even us that wanted our art to be um, communicated that way, but what the Internet has become is that it's become the way to get, I'm not going to say a shortcut into the game, but it. But comedy is a very time-based business. And now that we incorporate the Internet in that, somebody who, who has done three years of comedy could then have their own talk show now. Because you're just like, right, all, right. all they did was put themselves out there. And I've been here for uh-huh. 13 years, really, truly doing the art of stand-up, going on stage. And yeah, because, yeah, they have this, because they have this 30-second clip out, now they're a brand investor for NBC. And you're like, what the, f-? like, really? Right. <laughs> right. Right. And then you just really? don't, you never get the credit. You never get the credit. No, you don't, because you're not using the Internet. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so, so I, I do. I'm so at a point so do now. You really feel like, do you, you feel like the Internet is hurt comedy? I, 
I don't, I, maybe I don't want to use the word search. Um, okay. I feel like, I feel like as a comedian, now your business has to be more on point because the internet is involved now. Right. It has definitely changed the game. It's definitely changed it. Yeah. Um, that's, that's my biggest gripe. Yeah. I've been in it for 10 years, you know, and you know, it, yeah. it, it, it kind of annoys me. It kind of annoys me that someone that, you know, blows up on the internet can surpass my 10 years of getting mm-hmm. followed, 6,000 followers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can surpass mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. in a couple yes. of skits yeah. and get booked for a show like they are a stand-up. Yes. And they get on stage yes. and try to tell the jokes like they skit, and it doesn't translate. Yep. <laughs> yep. You know yep. what I'm saying? They get up there and be like, mediocre. And yeah. girl, and they getting they get up there and they getting booked for ten grand. That's, they yes, getting they booked are. for six. Yeah. And we get grand. we getting booked for a hundred dollars out here. Like I do it for and we getting booked like, for one hundred and fifty dollars exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that's that is that is my girl. <laughs> crazy. That is my frustration with with being mm-hmm. a comedian in and the internet. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel yes. like that. I feel yes. like I I put the work in. I went and I I took a chance on going with the girl T Barb out of Detroit. Me and her, I went on a run with mm-hmm. her, did the chicken chitlin circuit. I w- I went back and forth from Detroit. Mm-hmm. I went back and forth from Chicago. Like I literally had to work. I'm put miles on my car. Mm-hmm. Put, you know what I'm saying? Get yep. gas yep. in my tank. Get yep. hungry. Go to shows that yep. I'm only making fifty dollars at. Well, that's it really gonna put the gas in my yep. tank type stuff. You know what I mean? Yep. It's, and then Absolutely. it's like, man, you see you see other comedians and it's it's very discouraging, you know? And then your your stand up doesn't always translate. I feel like I'm trying to learn how to translate some of my stand up that I feel like is disposable into like skits. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like but you yes. know, that that takes time. And so I mean I got it other does. stuff going on. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, like a life. You gotta find the time <laughs> to do that. Absolutely. And I, I would like to get into acting too. So I I just did my first little mm-hmm. movie. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about that, oh, and I, I really like it. On that. I, I got, I think I got bit by, I think I got bit by the acting bug now because now I like being on Do set. It, I like the whole setup. I like the whole, mm-hmm. you know, watching everybody else's scenes. I love that. I love it. So mm-hmm. I definitely, I think that'll probably be another reason why I come to New York too, is just because I want to kind of get my feet wet in that. But yeah. So Absolutely. anything else? Like you said, you don't really see yourself writing, but what about anything else? I mean, we, we're we not even limited. Like voiceovers, if you got a nice voice. No, we're not. You can do voiceover I'm work. I'm that, too. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me, too. I want to, because mm-hmm. people keep um, telling me I have a good voice. I got, I'm on the radio now. So yeah. now I'm like, oh, okay, well, I got a good yeah. voice. All right, what's up with that? I get a check? I can get a check. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I can get a check. Absolutely. You're telling me I can get a check. You're about this money this right now. <laughs> Right. <laughs> but the, right. The, what? Absolutely. Uh, and and if you remember at one point in time, you probably didn't even like your voice. Right. Exactly. I didn't even like my name. Now everybody keeps telling me how right. dope my name is. Danny Redfine? I'm like, I had to grow mm-hmm. up with that name. Like, I have red, red wine. Mm-hmm. You know, so fine, it's like ingrained. You know? <laughs> I had to hear that shit all my life. You know what I'm saying? You so, had to grow you know, up with that You didn't have to grow up with it. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it's it's the whole process of, like you said, loving yourself. You know, you have to, you know, really embrace who you are. And, you know, 
in the last mm-hmm. few years, I feel like I've only I've in the last few years I feel like I'm starting to do that because. Like I was telling my girl, you know, when you have children, I had a child young. I had a child at 19, I was 19, 20 years old when I had my first child. So I was a parent first. Mm-hmm. So everything that I, all of my creativity and who I was was on the back burner. I became a mother, you know what uh-huh. I'm saying? My my responsibilities were different, you know? So then from that, you mm-hmm. know, from one kid, then I got married, had two more kids. I was in the family life, you know what I mean? I went from mm-hmm. that to family mm-hmm. life to, to get sick with cancer, went through the divorce, and then I... Now I'm in comedy, you know, so it's like my whole Ooh. life is, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and in yep. 10 years in that comedy has been my hustle. So I've still been too busy with the thoughts of the hustle, not me. The thoughts of being a comedian, not me. Not me really focusing on mm-hmm. what it was until I finally broke down mentally. Like I was mm-hmm. overwhelmed with everything. And confused, I had mm-hmm. the feelings of confusion, I had the feelings of doubt, I had the Ooh. feelings of fear, all the things that you you feel, you know, when you are just fed up and done and passed out and burnt out, and I was. And um, that's when I started mm-hmm. focusing on me. You know, now um, now I'm 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 trying to change the way I think about things. I'm questioning why I feel the way I feel about things. Um, and, mm-hmm. and assessing that because I know, you know, past trauma, PTSD, we, we all got it. Um, yep. You know, those yep. things affect the way you handle situations. So, you know, I'm more cognitive of my thoughts and, and how I'm thinking. I'm trying to think more positive. I'm weeding out negative people in my life and people that have made me feel bad. Um, I'm, I'm getting mm-hmm. that out of my life, and I'm feeling better. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm feeling mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. I've been feeling better. You're, you're doing something called healing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. you know, through my healing process, I'm learning to love myself a lot more because I've never really given myself a chance. You know what I'm saying? And now that I'm, my kids are grown, man, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, my kids are grown, and um, it's a new life for me. You know, and now I have to really be, I have to live for not only my children, but I'm living for me now. And now I'm starting to mm-hmm. get who I am. I'm starting to love Danny Redwine. Now I'm starting to forgive myself for the things that I've done and some of the thoughts that I've had. Um, you know, I, mm. I, I correct myself. I have a bad thought now. Um, you know what, Danny, you ain't, mm. that's not right. You know, for that. I'm, I'm doing mm-hmm. that now. You know, I wasn't doing that before. Um, you know, I, I mm-hmm. think that, you know, just, it takes a while. Everybody has a, a time. Some people get it when they're younger, and some of us don't get it till we're older, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And that's just what it was. I didn't, a lot of things didn't register to me until I became a full-fledged adult. You know what I'm saying? Like a grown-ass woman. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and and just, this is the advice, yes, and this is the advice that women who come after us need to hear because you, you stripped yourself down. And had to have that moment where you were honest with yourself. If you want to do art, Absolutely. there has to be some vulnerability and some honesty here. And to keep um, signing up to work on yourself every day, it's not easy. It is not easy. And, but and it can work there's nothing you, it can, you it can, can tell work. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. There's nothing yeah. you can say to me that I haven't already said to myself. Not one mm. thing. <laughs> like, you think you can hurt me? I've already hurt myself. Worse. Right. Worse. Exactly. Exactly. 
You think you're critical of me? So I've been me. critical of myself. Try me. <laughs> my whole life. My whole yep. life. Yep. people come to me like, the thing don't, about don't me, say something to the me. Thing about me it's something, yep, the thing about me is you might come to me with something fucked up, and I'm going to admit it to it. I'm going to admit to it because I yeah. accept the yeah, fact that, that. Yep, probably was fucked up. It was yeah. fucked up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wasn't in a good space when I, I did that. My... I wasn't in a good space exactly. when I when I sold from the Target self-checkout. I wasn't in a good space, but Absolutely. I did it. Absolutely. But I did it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, that, that vulnerability, yeah. that would get you though because being vulnerable allows people to come into your life that you think love you um Ooh. i've had that happen to me think and you know Ooh. think baby baby months of grief okay months of grief um yeah. still yeah still, still semi grieving you understand what i'm saying because uh-huh. it was something that yeah, i had I to you. let go that I, it was some it was somebody that i had to let go that i genuinely loved um, mm-hmm. and that that's hurtful. Mm-hmm. That's hurtful. Um, I you know it's it's like it's like a death. It, it really is. Mm-hmm. And I and I really mm-hmm. had to, I really had to forgive myself for for allowing myself to be that vulnerable and trust trust that much. Really be naked in mm-hmm. front of somebody that I really didn't know. Um, you know. Um. And, and you know, to my to my fault, but also to my advantage, because now I'm more heightened. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm more aware. Um, yeah. But you know, I, I yep. can be naive. I'm I'm a, I'm a lover of people. I can I, I admit to that. I mm-hmm. know that side of myself. I can be naive, and I'm mm-hmm. a lover of people, and I accept people for the, who they are. I'm not a judger. You know, I'm I'm literally not. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care who you are. If I like you, I like you, and I will defend you. You know what I mean? That's just the type of person that yeah. I am. And 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 that's, yeah. you know, people look at that as a good quality, but that quality can be a fault. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Because not yeah. everybody has good intent. Yeah. And, you know, you allow people no. in and just giving them the, 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 the playground to take advantage of you. Yeah. You got to put those boundaries in place for mm-hmm. for your self-care. Absolutely. Self-care is, is very underrated. <laughs> You don't you don't hear it's not talked about <laughs> enough because people are so no. fixated on worrying about everybody else. We we, we sit and yeah. we get on we get online and we read about the Kardashians and we read about this and we read about that. We argue about stuff online about I was just arguing about Cardi B and that whole water situation because I'd have threw that fucking microphone too. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Like it's right. like you know what I mean? Like I I just. We we worry too much about everybody else, and we don't consider ourselves mm-hmm. enough at all. Um, and I feel mm-hmm. like that we're we're doing ourselves a disservice every day <laughs> by not eating mm-hmm. well, by not treating others right, mm-hmm. um, by not being kind. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell people all the time, you know, it, okay. it feels good to be kind. It feels good to be kind. You can try it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't always have to be the one to fill it, give it out. You know what I'm saying? Give a compliment. You know, tell somebody that their their mm-hmm. hair looks nice or you like the shade of lipstick they're yep. wearing. Like, yep. you might change that person's day around. You yep. know, it's, it's, I'm, I'm trying to be a different person around here. I'm trying to I'm trying to get people to understand that we're going to get further in this world with love than anything else. 
Um, it, it's just what it is. We have to love each other in order to move anything in this world. Because all this hate mm-hmm. and, and all this negativity is, is not doing us any good. <laughs> it's just creating no, a hostile no, environment. It's cre- creating a hostile work, not work, but world environment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It is. Mm-hmm. 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 And this is why you had to, and, and you love your city, but this is why you had to go and perform in other places because it it feels better expressing these levels of, I feel like I'm transitioning in my life, to people that you're not around right. every day, people that you don't see every day. Right. So you can get a right. different level of understanding and be like, yo, I want to talk about mental health today. And in a lot of our environments, where it's our own people, they be like, mental health, what? Because we laugh at every damn thing. <laughs> we, we laugh. Absolutely. We laugh too. We ha, 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 laugh through the pain. And it's like, well, right. wait. Right. Really but unpacking. you know what, though? <laughs> But you know what, though, J.J., we was raised by a, a whole generation of people that didn't talk about nothing. Yep. Our, our, yep. our grandparents didn't correct. tell us. We didn't know nothing. You know what I'm saying? And, right. and that was a disservice to us because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. our mental health suffered as a result of not being able to talk about anything. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it, it was real. My Literally, my mom, now, now she understands now, but at the time when I told her I was going to therapy, she was upset. Mm-hmm. She was upset at the fact That's that the first I was reaction. going to, yeah, her first reaction was she was upset. She didn't understand why I had to go and talk to somebody about my childhood trauma because in her mind, mm-hmm. she, you know, she did everything right. She took offense to me trying to heal some things from my childhood. And I had to remind mm-hmm. her, Mama, this this is no yep. reflection on you. This is my life. This is I you. have a separate yep. life than you. Yes. I'm gonna, this, you're yep. not going to be with me every second of your life because you're a mother. You work. you got to go do, got to do stuff. Yes. I'm not going to be right. with you all the time. These aren't things that you wanted yes. to happen to me. They just happen. You understand what I'm saying? Ooh. I don't blame Ooh. you for them. Yeah, but they I blame themselves help. first, yeah. But I need help. I understand that. You need help. I understand that my children, I tried to get my children in therapy early because I felt like I missed some stuff. I'm not a perfect mom. I know that I probably didn't do everything right. You need to talk to somebody else for the things that you feel like you can't talk to me about because they're going to be my voice. They're going to be the ones that make, make sense of why you feel how you feel. You know, it's just, we, 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 Therapy is is good, you know. We use therapy. We use the yes. stage a lot as our our therapy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, but, yes. But therapy is good. Is good, and people hate when I say that. Like a lot of my friends be like, "Well, like, because I went to therapy too." They was like, "Oh, uh, post therapy with you was ugh." But like, like you after therapy, they and then these people are annoyed now that I went to therapy because what right. I realize is that I'm healing, but the people I'm around me aren't. Absolutely. Absolutely. So now you getting on your healed self is now getting on their damn nerves. You out here healed and and, and taking accountability, and we just want to drink heavy yeah. here. Okay. Right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> right. Man, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. But so so in, mm-hmm. so in comedy. Now, do you want to get into acting? Do you think you'll always do stand up, or do you kind of want to just kind of branch off into a whole other field. 
Um, no, I do want to branch. I've done I've done a few movies. I haven't. Um, mm-hmm. I've, I've done a few movies that was out, that's out there, um, and I want to continue to do more um, acting when this strike is over. Like this yeah. strike is the end yeah. at some point in time. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a while, I'm, but it's definitely going to have to end. Yeah, I'm not saying I yeah. don't want to do projects while the strike is on, but I still, I do believe in supporting people in their art, and mm-hmm. this is an important thing I try to relate to other comedians, mentoring them. Do not think that you right. just have to shovel shit out here. I said the most of us, the more of us that accept $10, they're going to keep offering us $10 because y'all keep accepting $10. You don't I realize that somebody called way. you. Yep. You ain't never mm-hmm. lied. Yep. Yep, mm-hmm. they sure will. They called it's you. It's like you have, you to, have, to, have to know your worth. Yes. You yes. have to know your worth. Yes. Absolutely. No, and, and that's why years, I say get your spirit together before you get on get out mm-hmm. here in front of people. Get your spirit together because people will see yep. through you I'm and sure take advantage of that, the fact that you don't know your worth. Yeah, but my spirit wasn't together when I got on stage. But you know what enlightened me? Mm-hmm. Is my mentor, my mentor told me that the stage was going to be my best teacher. And he ain't never lied. Yep. yep. He ain't yep. never lied. I learned so much mm-hmm. on that stage. It's unreal. Not only about how to be a mm-hmm. comedian, but about myself. People, mm-hmm. you are naked on stage. <laughs> and, and, what, and what you don't see, the audience sees. And that's what, yep. Yeah, exactly. What you don't see, the audience sees. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. lack of that, that, that was low a... confidence, see it. That, mm-hmm. that, that's whatever, whatever you're struggling with, they see it. Um, yes. It's, it's on stage. Yes. It's yes. on stage. I, I, a thousand percent agree with you because there was, there was a couple of times I was I was killing. I was killing. I was killing, killing. But I guess the subject matter of me being that vulnerable, a couple of audience members, like, one audience member came to me. She was like, yo, believe in yourself more. And I kind of was like, what? She's like, yo, believe in yourself more. And I was like, damn. All right. Okay. All right. That was quite the eye-opening comment. But all right, got you. Like, but this is why I'm being transparent right. with y'all, to be honest with you, that I'm in the process of doing that. Right, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a process. It is a process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people don't realize it is definitely a process, for sure. Listen, JJ, I think this is like one of my best interviews. This is like, I, your guys <laughs> is good. I love your spirit. Girl, I'm telling you, you like, baby. you, a lot of the stuff you said, like, just hit for me. So I really appreciate, I'm honored. I really appreciate you having you on my show I today. appreciate I that. Do. Thank you so much Absolutely. for having me. Um, yeah, the fact that we discussed mental health and you was right with me, I appreciate you for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm there with you. I'm still working on it. Um, you know, I have my mm-hmm. own stuff going on and I'm I'm a mm-hmm. work in progress, but I know I'm a good woman. I'm a child of God and um Ooh. I'm not afraid to, to go through my let them know. And that's where I'm that's where I'm at. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's what we Absolutely. doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. And so I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm you. proud of you. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you, JJ. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you.
it, it, it feels good. Like I said, I'm still, I'm still learning. I'm still, every day is like a new day for me. You know what I mean? I wake up every day with mm-hmm. just thanking God for being here and grateful for, you know, my growth because I, I've been through a lot of stuff, but girl, you would think I'd be in a straitjacket. You heard my story. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful for that. You understand? I'm, I'm a, I'm a yeah, walking. You're solid, baby. Yeah, you solid. I'm solid. So I'm I'm all right. I, I'm not worried. <laughs> but um, how can how can my fans reach you? Because, you know, you are being heard in the Caribbean. So, you know, it's a whole other platform over there. So. Oh yeah. Yes, yeah. you're in the Caribbean, girl. They can hear you in in Barbados. They can hear you in Jamaica. They can hear you in Costa Rica. You know what I'm saying? You on the islands right What's now. What's up, so how y'all? Can they reach you? Yeah, uh, how can y'all they reach can you, girl? follow me at J J M A T T I S E on all platforms. Um, Twitter's kind of dead, but uh, you can see I got my sketches up and a uh, website coming soon. So uh, look out for that. Thank you so much. Okay. You got any shows coming up that you want to shout out? Yeah. Uh, I mean, if they could get here from Costa Rica, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, they might be over there right now, but they might be coming. They might be coming to town tomorrow. So, yeah, you got any shows coming up. (laughs) If y'all from Costa Rica, um, there is a brand new female focused comedy club that opened up um, in Manhattan. I'm going to plug you for that, too, uh, Danny. Uh, okay. That um, uh, the grand opening started, so support female focused comedy club. It's like the first one I think, either in New York or maybe the U.S. Um, I am there on the tenth, um, eleventh, and the twelfth. Um, okay. Yep, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth. Yeah, and um, I'm gonna be in Detroit on the fifteenth to the seventeenth. Is it off? Is it off female um, lineups? Mostly female lineups. Yes, they're mostly female lineups. Yes. Okay. Okay, yeah, that's good. That's what's up. We women, girl mm-hmm. power. I feel like I feel like mm-hmm. we are going to have more of a voice in this game in the future. Women are going. Women are going to have Absolutely. more of a voice in this game because we are coming through. Oh, we are, and a lot of them are, and, and a are. lot of them are, are business savvy, so they coming. You know, yeah. it's to make some room because yeah. the females are coming. So. With that, I'm oh, gonna let you go, here. JJ. Uh, thank you for coming on. Okay. And I'm going. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a inbox you so my number real quick so we can make that. Ex- All right. And, um, you enjoy the rest of your day. You too. All thank right. I love so you, girl. All right. You All right, take care. All right. Bye. Right, bye. That was my girl, JJ Matisse. Y'all, this has been like the dopest show ever okay that's all i gotta say like i love when people come here with good vibes and good energy and you can just tell she is a good 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 girl good girl she's a good girl she's a good girl she got a good spirit and that's what we all need to work on y'all you know it's it's a lot of it's a lot of evilness a lot of demon stuff a lot of stuff going on we need to take care of ourselves and start taking care of the people that are around us not only our family but well, we gotta start being better to average people because you know, that's that's what it is. It, it, it creates things. You know, it's like a domino effect. Once you start it, it just kind of spreads out. So that's what we need to do. We need to spread out love. Start treating people better. Give somebody a compliment. Give somebody a hug. Y'all be good to each other. And I'm gonna be back here next week. Next week Friday, we got another show coming up from 12 to 2. We're gonna have another guest coming on, and I want y'all to be there. So. 
Y'all check me out. This is your girl, Danny Redwine, signing off. I love y'all. Y'all have a good day. Have a good weekend. Be safe. Boom. Done.